Hello, everyone. This is the Parks Academy, where we discuss and celebrate all things theme parks related. We focus mainly on Disney parks and resorts in both Anaheim and Orlando. My name is Paige. My name is Steven. And today we will be talking with our friend of the podcast, the Pixie Dust Dreams Planner. So we have we're really excited to have um, Sinead on our on our podcast She's been, I don't, I feel like ever since we um, birthed our Instagram page, she's just kind of like been, been there with us, almost like a third host, which has been kind of exciting. Um, and so we, uh, when, what, kind of what, what ended up happening, like what, what got us here in the first place was we, um, we ended up, re- well, so we, we ended up reaching out to her about some, some requests that we had about, um, about like, uh, our trip coming out in October and she helped us with some dining stuff, which um, we are having zero luck with Ohana, but that's a different thing. That is a totally different story. Um, and so how we're going to do this is we're basically just going to go ahead and ask her some questions. Um, but before we get into our questions that we have, I just wanted to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself and give us just a little bit of background on like what you're doing. And um, that way people can have an idea of, of, of how, uh, how you work. Hi, my name is Sinead. I am the Pixie Dash Dreams Vacation Planner. Um, I mainly specialize in Disney vacations, but I can actually book a lot of different types of vacations. To name a few, I can book Universal, anything on Expedia, Marriott, Sandals, Princess Cruises. Basically, if you can think it, I can probably book it. So... And one of our questions is actually, do you just do Disney booking? Oh. <laughs> uh, so that's totally cool. But you you answered one of the questions ahead of time. So, okay. Um, I'm just going to segue a little bit then. So is it mainly Florida or are you kind of like anywhere in the country? Like if I wanted to go to like any resort anywhere or any theme park anywhere, do you do that? Or is it just like, uh, is it just mainly Florida stuff? So with Disney specifically, I can actually do anything Disney. So I can do... Okay. Um, Walt Disney World, I can do Disneyland, I can do Adventures by Disney, Disney Cruise Line, um, just a bunch of different types of Disney vacations. Okay, cool, cool. And like, is that like um, Anaheim and Orlando or? Yeah, so I can do Anaheim and Orlando both. Um, I personally um, like to plan out Orlando just because I've had more experience there. Totally. Um, but I also am knowledgeable and certified to book Anaheim. Cool. Um, what what was it that actually got you into being a travel agent in the first place? Like how long have you been doing it? And what was it that, that like drew you to it? So I got into the travel industry because of Disney 100%. I love everything Disney and planning Disney trips for myself and for friends. And I think when I realized I could enter an industry where I could actually get paid to do exactly that, I was like, wow, why didn't I do this earlier? Yeah, for sure. Um, sometimes it's a little bit hard to like get your feet. I mean, I, so I started a business back in like 2011. Um, so for me anyway, it can be a little bit hard to kind of get your feet wet when you're when you're starting a business and, and like actually get paid for it and feeling like you're valued. Um, was that like an uphill battle for you or did you feel like you were able to ease into the business aspect of it pretty quickly? I feel like I feel like it was a struggle at first because I was like, where do I start? Um, just because I'm actually what's considered an independent contractor when it comes to being a travel agent. Um, so I source all of my own clients. 
Um, so I was like, where do I start even? So I started on social media. And then I think by month two, um, I was already up to almost a thousand followers. That's awesome. That's super cool. Um, yeah, that's great. Uh, so I am going to um, switch it up a little bit. I do have more like travel questions for you, but uh, I don't know. Talking business can be kind of boring. So I want to have a little fun too. So what was your first time that you ever visited Disney? So I visited Disney World for the first time for my 21st birthday. I remember wanting to go so bad to Walt Disney World as a kid, but it just never worked out. But my parents and at the time boyfriend, now fiance, surprised me with a trip there for my 21st birthday. And I've just been hooked ever since. That's awesome. And you like you actually got engaged at Disney, right? Is that what I saw online? Yeah, I did. I actually got engaged at uh, Be Our Guest. And I um, I sabotaged his proposal by <laughs> pulling out a ring of my own and proposing to him. I said, no, 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 wait. And I think he had a little heart attack. Um, and then I got down on one knee and I was like, no, I propose to you. Will you marry me? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did he know that? Like, Did you know that he was going to propose to you? Or is that kind of like a, a I mean, how did that how did that happen? So we, I knew that he was going to propose to me on that trip. I just didn't know when. And he actually proposed on his birthday. So Aww. I was not expecting that. And I was like, before the trip, I was like, can you give me a little hint so I can dress nice? Um, <laughs> and instead I'm wearing like this, like really oversized shirt that says my name on it, like a dork. Oh, that's awesome. I proposed to Paige on Valentine's day, like, uh, in 2015, um and uh like I, I the worst advice i could ever give someone when they're proposing is to rely on other people to help you um because the people <laughs> i was relying on were like an hour late so i was just flipping out trying to like waste oh, we actually no. ended up going to like a um a, a beeswax company um and i was like look at these cool beeswax candles dude <laughs> and uh, i still have that candle to this day so i think um i'll light it on my deathbed um <laughs> Okay, so that's that's really cool. That's such a sweet story. We love that. Um, what is your and and this could be for both you and your fiance, but since since we have you on the show, what's your favorite Disney park? My favorite Disney park. Oh, that is so tough. Um, I always I always um have a hard time choosing between Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, as you know, is Pages, so that's that's a good one. What's and your I... favorite park? Well, Pages is Animal Kingdom. Mine is Animal Kingdom. I feel like most people would not say Animal Kingdom is their favorite. So I appreciate that that's in your running for the top spot. I love Animal Kingdom. It's so underrated too. I feel like yes. it, I I feel like I can agree that it's like at the bottom of most people's list. Mm -hmm. Steven, what's yours? Well, um I okay, so if we're talking Disney for talking Disney World, it's um uh, I'm gonna say Epcot probably because really? I just hang on. Um, I like Epcot because um, I like to eat and I like to 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 drink. Um, and I just <laughs> think that Epcot has so many great rides. Um, and I could just I could just kick it on Spaceship Earth all day, even though the animatronics um <laughs> literally terrify me. I think they need to go away. Um, but if we're on the West Coast, it's Disneyland. And the reason that I didn't say Hollywood Studios is because Galaxy's Edge, for whatever reason, is in Disneyland proper. Um, like like way up in the top left corner. Um, 
So yeah, I would, uh, I, yeah, Disneyland and Epcot are, are like the two best without, without question. Like there's no question at all. <laughs> um, all right, Sinead. So what is your favorite, uh, Disney ride? Ooh, my favorite Disney ride, it's Splash Mountain. Um, it was actually the first Disney ride I ever went on. And I, yes, I am kind of sad about the, the remodel, but You're I'm also to say that. That's okay. Yeah. That's controversial. Cool. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, that's actually as a kid, that was my all time favorite ride. Um, I, I loved it so much growing up. And uh, I was actually really scared to go on. I went, I went as like a little tyke, um, well, older than I'd like to admit, but I'm not going to share that. Uh, but I was, I was still kind of young and uh, I was really scared to go on it. And I was like crying on the flume. Um, and I, I did not know how on earth you were not gifted seatbelts um, on that thing while you were going down. But yeah, that's such a great ride. Oh my gosh. I, I love it. I, I need to go on it one last time. When does it close? Isn't it like, next year sometime i don't know that they've announced the official date yet have have you heard anything Sinead? yeah they haven't announced an official date um i know that they just came out with that announcement um of like the more details about it turning into a princess and the frog ride but mm -hmm. no official date quite yet yeah i'm i think um... a lot of people are anticipating it'll be sometime the end of this year that way they can kind of get through a little bit more of the 50th anniversary celebration for people who are making their way out on that sort of kind of heard in some of the speculation. So, yeah, I have to go on it one more time in October before, um, before we say sayonara to it. I'm, I'm really excited about the, I, it's not like the theming of it that I love necessarily. I think it's just the, the, the immersive experience and the drop and everything kind of all in one is a lot of fun. Um, plus it has a great smell. So <laughs> You gotta love that. Um, <laughs> all right, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of uh, uh, flip a little bit back into some like uh, travel stuff because obviously, um, you know, that's not only you know are we having you on here to uh, educate ourselves a little bit on the on the travel agency process because uh, you know we um, we've actually never gone through a travel agent before. Um, we did one time for our honeymoon, but that was like a different thing. So we were leaving the country. Um. But for Disney, we've always kind of relied on our own, um, on our own uh, wit and know-how to kind of get around and and get our own reservations and stuff. Um, so you know, obviously, you uh, helped us out with some um, uh, dining, which was great. Um, I've gotten four Ohana confirmations that it's available. Four, uh, three of those have been at nine thirty at night, which is like a major no-go, especially because we'll be at Mickey's Not So Scary during that time. Um, but the other one was at three 30 and I got that, gosh, I think I got that yesterday over text and I was just so happened to be at my desk. So I was like in the middle of working, I saw it come through and I clicked on the link so fast and it immediately said it was unavailable with like that terrible, like we've hit a pause with, um, lady and the tramp on there for like the four Oh four screen. I, that is crazy. I mean, what's the, do you know what the deal with that is? Like, I'm, by the way, I'm not blaming you at all, but do you know what the deal with that is? Like why? I mean, is everyone getting that? Is that why that's so hard to to get? Ohana is such a hard um, dining reservation to book. Um, I've had that experience so many times, even with um, that website that I use, um, you know, where I got the text updates for you and then other clients as well. It's just like, it'll send you to that 
oh, you know, uh, sorry, you didn't get the reservation, even though yeah. you clicked it after five seconds. Um, I don't know why it does that, but yeah, well, Hana is just a really hard reservation to get. Um, same with Cinderella's Royal Table, Be Our Guest, and a few others. That's why you got to go to like all the um, all the loser restaurants that no one wants to go to. <laughs> Have you eaten at Ohana before? I think I eat there like every time I go to Disney. It's like a no must kidding. for me. Okay. Yeah. Are you able to get reservations? Uh, I am, um, but they're always at weird times. So I try to. I'm the I'm the bad person who overbooks. Like I book restaurants everywhere and then I drop them. That because makes sense. Yeah. I want to make sure that I get like a time that I actually will eat there. Um, and I've done the Ohana dinner once and it was really, really great, but it was also super late at night. Got it. Yeah. We would, I normally I wouldn't care, but we have a, we have a, a, a baby under one. And so I'm not going to, I'm not going to drag her. Um, she, I mean, she's going to be long gone by nine 30 or 10 o'clock at night. So there's no way that's happening. Um, mm-hmm. the reason that I want to go there is because everyone goes on about the noodles. Are they really that good? Or is that kind of just like a campy thing that everyone just talks about? I'm in the minority. I do not like the noodles. Um, okay. please no one come after me, but <laughs> I was expecting something so great and I was kind of let down, but maybe it was just that one time. Cause I've only eaten the dinner once, but I go for the breakfast every time. Nice. I bet you, I, I would imagine breakfast is probably easier to get to. Um, we've been to Kona Cafe for breakfast and we loved that. Like the Tonga toast and stuff was killer. Oh, I still need to try that one. That's like on my, um, on my bucket list. I think the Tonga toast is probably in the top three breakfasts I've ever had in my life. Not just Disney food, like ever. It was so good. It's worth the hype. It's worth the hype. Would you rate the breakfast we had on the boardwalk in the top three or no? With those big, thick, <laughs> big, thick pancakes. <laughs> um, I think I would not rate that in the top three breakfasts of my life, but it was definitely in the top three Disney breakfasts. Yeah. Um, speaking of un- unpopular opinions, I don't want bananas in my toast, la la la. So um, I did not get Tonga toast and I do not have any idea what I got for breakfast at Kona Cafe other than coffee and probably a sausage of some kind. You don't so remember? No, it was probably eggs and sausage and a coffee. I don't I don't know. A coffee? Yeah, coffee. Yeah, um, I probably have photographic evidence of what you got. Yeah. I just don't remember. Nope, I don't have photographic evidence what you got. I only have my Tonga toast with one sausage link and a half glass of orange juice. <laughs> Speaking of coffee, um, this is a total sidebar, but we were watching Finding Nemo with our daughter today. And she, first of all, she clapped when Marlon and, Dor- and, uh, and, and, and Dory made it out of the jellyfish. She like sat up and clapped and said, yay. And I was like, heck yeah, kid. Um, but also I noticed that when um, they have like the big, the scene in the movie, again, this is off topic and I'm sorry, but uh, the scene in the movie where, they're all talking about like how, oh yeah, he's like going all this way for his kid and what a, what a dedicated father. Um, when, when they're at the lobster, the lobsters are from Boston. Did you notice that? <laughs> I did not until you just said that. Yeah, here we go. So the, the lobsters are like, yeah, it was wicked doc down there. And at first when I was a kid, I was stupid. And I thought that they were from Australia because I don't know. I'm from California. And what do I know? And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, lobsters, Boston, classic. Duh. Um, so that was kind of a fun <laughs> one. Okay, Sinead. So 
uh, this back is back on this, topic. Yeah, back back to back back to it. No, so this, I like the, I like the Boston uh, lobsters. Yeah, <laughs> Boston lobsters would have been a great basketball team. I don't know why they have. The we Celtics, should make a T-shirt. Let's make a T-shirt. The, the Boston, Boston lobsters. lobsters. <laughs> All right. TM TM TM. Um, okay, what sets you apart from other travel agencies? This may be a hard one, but I just kind of like, is there anything like specifically that you add value to or that you think that um, that people should know? Because remember, this is a hard sell. So we're trying to get we're trying to get you clients. So like I said earlier, I'm what is known as an independent contractor when it comes to being a travel agent. So in short, I source my own clients and I do that almost 100% through social media. I feel like my platform on social media lets me really personalize my interactions and experiences with potential and existing clients. And uh, for anyone who follows me on Instagram, you'll probably also notice I love doing giveaways I also do promotions and send all my clients a thank you package when they book Disney trips, regardless of the vacation price. That's awesome. That's super cool. Love that. I think too, that adds a really special touch um, for people, whether it's their first Disney trip or their 50th Disney trip. Um, I think that that's something that you don't get obviously when you book yourself. So having a, having a travel agent that, is going to go the extra mile to make you feel like they care about your trip. I, I really appreciate that. I think that's a, a really good reason for people to not only go through a travel agent, but um, to look into hiring you for their next Disney trip. Um, and obviously too, we, we're going to link all your information um, in the, uh, in, in our, in our show notes. So don't worry about that. Um, we'll make sure we take care of, take care of that for you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, of course. Uh, so what what do you think, in, 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 in your opinion, is the most valuable uh, Disney Parks tip uh, that you would give to clients? And let's say like, I mean, if you got like seasoned veterans, they probably don't want to hear it. But if you got someone who's kind of like, and they're jerks, like we know. But um, <laughs> if you got someone who's a little green around the gills and they're just trying to figure it out, you know, what, what would you tell people if they have questions for you or um, like, what's the one thing that you feel, or it doesn't even have to be one thing, but like, what's something that you would feel that people should know, um, you know, a tip about going to Disney and kind of, kind of experiencing it for uh, the first time, or maybe something they just never thought of before. So I actually have three tips that I just think are super important. Um, number one is book your park reservations as soon as you can. It's the absolute worst when your favorite park has no availability because it wasn't booked in time. Um, number two, I suggest on making a list of places you want to dine at before you hit the 60-day dining reservation mark. And if you choose me as your travel agent, I'll actually take care of booking your dining reservations for you so you don't have to worry about getting up at 6 a.m. to book it. And then number three, if you think you might need it, go ahead and pack it. What I mean by this is be prepared. Expect every type of weather for your vacation, especially if you're going to Walt Disney World in Florida. The weather changes at least three times a day there and uh, <laughs> pack rain ponchos, pack tank tops, pack jackets, pack sunscreen, and my personal favorite, pack the chafing cream. Yes. Sorry, that was a lot, I know, but... No, that's good stuff. I love no, it. No, that's great. So wait, 6 a.m. is when you need to book reservations? For... Yeah. 
They open up at 6 a.m. Um, that's why I use a special website that will give me notifications when um, when a reservation actually opens up because I don't like getting up at 6 a.m. No wonder I didn't go to Ohana. I like leisurely <laughs> rolled in at like 11 a.m. and I was like, I'll just get what I get. I told um, you to get up early. <laughs> you didn't listen. We got almost everything we wanted, though, and I'm not, you know. And this is why, folks, next time we will book through the Pixie Dust Dreams Planner. Right. You know, what happened to the boy who got everything he wanted? He lived happily ever after. Um, (laughs) uh, Gene Wilder said that. Um, Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think the packing thing is really important. We've talked about that before. We've we've blogged about it and stuff. Um, Yeah, that's I I, I hear you on that. Um, Yeah, chafing cream, huh? I think I brought that one time, didn't I? I did. I did it for my Run Disney thing, and then uh, I used it in the parks as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like a huge actually. Paige, what what kind of stuff do you have to bring when you like? I mean, we've talked about this. But what are your, what is something that you like need to bring with you when you pack your uh, <laughs> your lounge fly? When I pack my teeny tiny lounge fly that Stephen thinks is not practical. I bring a different set of ears for every outfit and also an outfit that is coordinated with each park. Mm. Um, I do pack my own ponchos. So I also would agree that that is very important when you are going to Walt Disney World in Florida because I'm not trying to pay extra for the ponchos in the park when I can buy cheap ones on Amazon. Um. I don't know. We've talked about a couple other things. Like I think the chafing cream is really important. A reusable water bottle. Yeah, that's me um, all the way. Saves money. And then maybe one of those portable fans with the little spray bottles. Because I'm not trying to pay for one of those in the park when you can just have one to use whenever. Um, Depends on what time of year we're going to, I think. Depends on what I'm packing. Well, any time of summer. Because we're never going back again in the summer. Well, yeah, but like our Halloween trip coming up, I will be bringing all of the Halloween accessories. Yeah, me too. The lounge flies, the spirit jerseys, the mm-hmm. ears, all of it. Check this out. Uh, we bought our, our ding dang costumes today on Amazon. Yes. Um, yeah. And let's just say I got some accessories, baby. <laughs> Steven does have some accessories. <laughs> I hate it. I'm not. <laughs> you do not hate it. It's going to be awesome. What I'm it's looking forward awesome. to is when I'm not looking forward to ditching you, but what I am looking forward to is when um all is said and done and our daughter's had enough and we've already agreed that Paige is going to stay later and then I'm going to take our daughter back to go to bed um so that she can get her rest because she's not going to be able to party until like what 12, 1 a.m., whatever. Um, and so um, I'm, I'm looking forward to she and I going back to our hotel and kind of walking uh, around, taking the bus, monorail, whatever um in our matching costumes it's gonna be kind of (laughs) nice it's gonna be cute yeah it will be adorable um all right Sinead so one other question I have it's kind of a a practical one here is uh in your opinion uh what what, what's the best time to visit Disney and I'm gonna really quickly preface this by saying I know that I know that like every terrible YouTube blogger says that every time is busy um but uh I mean, what do you think? I mean, is there a time for you that you find it to be a little bit easier um, to book or that maybe like in your experience, you just find to be more pleasurable to be there? Um, what, do you, what do you think about that? 
So it honestly depends on what you're looking for. So if you're trying to save on money, um, then definitely January, February, August, and September are typically lower cost and actually less busy too. Um, but if you really want to go to a certain Epcot festival or go to a certain holiday event, don't let anything stop you from doing that. Um, I've been many times during Christmas, um, just because my birthday is actually 10 days away from Christmas. Oh, happy um, birthday. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I think that's like, wait, I'm bad at math. Um, some January. amount of months away. We're about uh, four months out. I thought you were going to calculate your birthday. I'm like, come on, you know this. <laughs> but um, but I've been plenty of times uh, during what is like known as like peak season. And I've never had issues with crowds. I that's think that's really good advice, especially just encouraging people like if you really do want to go during the holidays or the Epcot festivals, just do it because it is worth it. Even if it's a little more crowded, even if it's a little hotter, even if you have to wait in line a little bit longer, it it's going to be worth it. If you appreciate Disney and see what they have to offer, it's worth it. Yeah. Um, and any time is going to be busy. So it's like, let go of my God and just have a good time. uh okay so we are sort of um i actually have a timer on how long we've been doing this because we're doing a different platform to record i i don't have a timer so i'm just kind of like you know going at it uh i'm going to before we kind of wrap it all up around um and get some details on how people can find you i want to hit you with this or that that we did not send you ahead of time because um i think it's just it's just more fun so um, I think we're all going to answer this, but Sinead, because you're our guest, uh, you're you're going to go first. Um, <laughs> so you have to choose one or the other, and that is you have a one-time, totally free shopping spree at any shop on Main Street in Magic Kingdom, one time, or you have to, or excuse me, or you never have to wait in line for another ride ever again. Ooh. Um, I'm gonna go with the shopping spree. I'm gonna go with the shopping spree. Okay. Are you surprised? I don't know. I don't know what I didn't know what to expect. I was like, why would you go with the shopping spree? Um, I'm a material girl. Mm. I I I want those like six hundred dollar Mickey ears just to just to say that I have them. You know. Are those like are those like the coach ones? There's coach ones, and they just released some Vera Wang ones as well, which are like, holy cow. (laughs) Yeah, wow. That's nuts. So what is that? Like the Emporium? Like what store are those being? Oh, actually, I'm not sure. I think I read right now they're only in Shanghai. Um, I may be mistaken, though. Okay, I get it. Paige, talk to me. What, What do you think? Okay, so... My first instinct was to say, for sure, I'm choosing rides, never having to wait in line again because experiences, duh, every time. But I also love to shop. <laughs> I love to shop. I I don't necessarily like to just spend money. I actually like to shop for other people or for like home things, like things decorations those kinds of things so i don't need all of the shirts and the ears and all of that 
as much as I would love that. And if I got a one-time shopping spree, I would just buy all of it. So I think I would also have to go with that. Um, I I should have been a little, wait, okay. Let me, let me look at the fine print. Have a one-time totally free shopping spree at any shop on main street. Does that mean you can go to every shop or you can just go to one shop? It kind of sounds like you can go to any shop, doesn't it? At any shop. Like you can just have free reign of main street with no limit on, on the free swipes. That's a lot of Starbucks, dude. (laughs) That's a lot of cookies. I'm getting all of the venti chais and also all of the goods. Um, I would go with rides because I I'm I'm not greedy. Um, but uh, um, I do think though that I would like to go to um, what is it, Crystal Art, uh, and get that twelve thousand dollar crystal fancy castle. castle. Yeah, I think it's like twelve grand or something. Um, but I would have to go with the rides because that that would just enhance your like. Um, I I think that I would take home all the stuff that I took or or was given and i'm not stealing um that i was given and i would i would i would I would just kind of feel stupid when i got home and i'd be like look at all these spirit jerseys that i'm not going to do anything with and then someone at goodwill would feel really lucky like three months later um no you wear them all no i've never um i don't i don't wear spirit jerseys um, i do yeah i'll wear them all um but if if for you know if i could go every time i go from here into um eternity <laughs> uh if i could just have front access of lines every time like that would be pretty good because then that basically sets the tone for the rest of every single trip i ever have so i'm going rides man all the way there you miss the experience the experience of waiting in line people coughing on you no (laughs) i'm just gonna tell you so uh yeah but you can still see the cues you just like yeah but there are some okay okay but like expedition everest you would never get to enjoy the queue again yeah says you i could have the option of either waiting or going on but that defeats the whole purpose yeah but i could also like just be like excuse me and i could just walk through everyone and just kind of i like to be on camera because i can so like, you're do more hand cutting the line. <laughs> yeah right i'm cutting the line um the first time i ever rode rise of the resistance i was so excited and we were in line with a vlogger and no shade, no lemonade, but like, <sighs> yes, shade. Yes. Lemonade. This, this guy was like filming everything. And I was getting so ticked because I was just trying to take in the experience. And he's like, well, here we are in line for rise of the resistance. And these are the thermal detonators and oh, how is the resistance base? And I'm like, dude, shut up. And then we were in the car with him and he was filming the whole ride. And I'm like, I hate little, my life. He had his little camera. I'm like, dude, just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Well, and if it's not hard. For, if not for you, for the children, you know, like it's hard. Vloggers yeah. have a job to do too. So, it's no. just inconvenient when you have to sit behind them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someday, I really want to do a biggest pet peeves of Disney episode, um, and the number one pet peeve is flash photography on Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, but we'll. <laughs> that's that's a that's a different kind of uh, kind of thing. I don't mean I don't. I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to like talk poorly. I just, I'm just not trying to people like, if you're going to film great, just don't do it when I'm on the run with you. That's all I ask. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Paige, do you have anything else to add? I mean, I think we kind of got through most of our questions here. So do you have anything to add or anything that maybe I missed? Um, I just have one last question for you, Sinead. And I know we didn't send this one over, but I think it'll be pretty simple to answer. Um, 
I've heard from, you know, different travel agencies advertising that they specialize in cruises or some people specialize in Disney. Um, so with being a Disney travel agent, do you, do you pay extra to book through you or, or would it cost the same if it's just, you're paying for the experience? Does Disney compensate you? How does that piece work? So, um, Clients actually don't pay anything out of pocket. So that price, from what I've been told, is actually already put in the price of your vacation, whether you use a travel agent or not. Okay. Uh, and then I get compensated by whatever company you're booking through me through. Um, so if you were going to take a Disney vacation and I booked that for you, then Disney would compensate me or... Um, Expedia would compensate me if you were taking like a business trip or weekend getaway. Okay, like awesome. That's... A business trip to Disney. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll do that. It'll be a Parks Academy trip next time. Hey, that's coming. That's coming down the pike. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that because I know that some people may be hesitant to book through a travel agent saying, you know, oh, I don't want to pay extra for the convenience or, you know, I can just do it myself. But I think um giving you the opportunity to share a lot of the perks that they would get from booking through a travel agent and booking through you specifically um, may help people to see in the future some of the benefits um, of booking through a travel agent i think one of the biggest misconceptions too with booking through a travel agent is if you already know how let's say you're going to disney if you already know how to plan your own disney trip um you can still do that because um, travel agents, including myself, can be as hands-on or hands-off um, as you'd like. And then a lot of the time you'll still get perks like getting your dining reservations booked or um, sometimes giveaways like I'm do currently doing a giveaway where you get a $25 gift card if you book a Disney vacation package of 20, uh, sorry, $2,000 or more. That's not awesome. hard to do. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's um, great. How long is that offer good for? Because this, this episode's coming out uh, Saturday, so in two days, which is the 28th, uh, 27th, 28th? Math, 28th. 27th. Really? Oh, yeah, 27th. <laughs> <clears throat> this episode is coming out on Saturday, uh, year of our Lord, uh, 2022, 27th. Um, how, how good is that? How? How? <laughs> how? Um, how, how, how long is that offer good? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to ask. Um, so the promotion I'm running is good until the end of 2023. Um, oh, great. So you can book your vacation just before 2023, and it can actually take place in 2023. But as long as you book it before then, um, then you'll get that $25 gift card. Sweet. Love that. And so well after August 27th. Yes. <laughs> uh did you sorry is that a disney gift card yes it's a disney e-gift card so i nice. send it at the start of the trip so on your first day i'll send that over so you can start using it on souvenirs or food or whatever you'd like sweet um okay so i'm gonna wrap it up by asking uh how, how we, we obviously already mentioned um we'd already obviously mentioned uh your uh your your instagram handle the pixie dust dreams planner um, but where else can people find you if people want to know what you're up to, they want to book you, 
um, anywhere else besides social media that people should know about, or is that, uh, is that kind of the crux of it all? I'm going to be, um, primarily on social media. So I have Instagram, Facebook, I have a link tree with my own website, as well as my own email address, which is my name, Sinead at the pixie dust dreams, vacation planner.com. Awesome. And like we said, we are going to go ahead and put all this in the show notes. So if you guys are listening to this and you would like to uh, have your trip uh, booked directly with Sinead, we will make sure you have every uh, bit of, of information to do that. Um, hey, listen, thank you so much for for being on this with us. It's It's been a lot of fun and um, we were really glad that you uh, we're able to to uh, to to join us for this. Um, unfortunately, because we had already booked our trip kind of before we uh, we we became uh, we all became best friends. Um, we didn't go through you, but I, for for our next trip, that's definitely going to be top of mind for us uh, because I, for, I don't want the stress of having to get Ohana on my shoulders. It's too much. <laughs> um, even though I would consider us, you know, Disney pros in a way. I mean, you don't just get a podcast for nothing. Um, but, uh, um, they don't just hand these things out, but, um, yeah, I think, I think that being able to kind of, um, take a little bit of the stress off the shoulders and, and, and kind of know that someone's got your back is really cool. So we are into that. Thank you again so much. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me on your show. I absolutely love your podcast. It's gotten me through so many road trips. And just so you know, I will wake up at 6 a.m. for you guys to book that Ohana reservation next time. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right, guys. Thank that, you. That's uh, that's going to about wrap it up for us uh, for our show here. Um, one thing we did want to mention is uh, as as Paige and I have been have been really working through the show and, and trying to get as um, you know, just trying to get people to listen to it and check it out and stuff. Um, one thing that we would really love is if you guys would um, go ahead and give us a um, a five star review and, and even just like a, a written review on um, Apple podcast, if you would like to, um, we are going to try to make it sweet and incentivized. And if you do that and you want to send us a screenshot of it um, at the Parks Academy um, on Instagram, uh, we will go ahead and shoot you over a sticker uh for for the effort um so if you could do that that'd be great i know people say like oh it really helps the show and discoverability and all that but um we just want we just want the pat on the back really we just want to add a boy so that's why we're asking um as always you can find us on the parks academy on instagram uh we are at the parks academy pod.com we're posting fairly regular blog posts and details and information about what's going on in disney um and everything like that and uh, we do appreciate all you for listening and subscribing and checking out the show and, and journeying along with us um until next until then hmm, we will catch you next time mm-hmm.